Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped.com. See the podcast description for a special money-off code. Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, joining me to discuss all things Tottenham Hotspur again this week is my partner in crime, it's Matt. Hey Sam, you okay mate? <laughs> no, crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to kick this podcast off letting everybody know. Um, as I, I think I talked about the first show back, I got taken down by COVID, the Delta variant, um, and was not well. Um, I'm now dealing with what everyone's calling long COVID, um, which basically means I feel okay, I'm doing stuff, and then I overdid it the last couple of days, and I have been rough the last 24 hours. So I'm going to apologise to everyone, this is going to be a shorter show. Um, This is going to be us kind of uh, talking about different things, but it is going to be shorter. We'll be back to our regular show, hopefully next week, when... I don't feel like garbage. <laughs> so take it easy the next week, Sam. That's, that's yeah, yeah. That's a rest, rest and relaxation. Um, but uh, we've got to kick the show off. Of course, we are sponsored by Manscaped.com. Um, the good people at Manscaped.com. Um, so they give me a script last week, and as you know, I kind of chucked it, and me and you buggered about for a while. So I sent them the link because they asked us to do that. And I kind of thought to myself, they're either really not going to be happy, you know, with what we did. Or if people have bought stuff, they're not going to care. So if if you're listening and you went on the website and you bought something, thank you very much. If you haven't yet, why not? Look after your balls, guys. Come on. Uh, Laura Laura tells you. Laura, tell, tell them what to do. Trust me, boys. You should look after your balls. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I don't overly, uh, know what to do because they sent me another script this week, but the guy said, excellent with regards to the link I sent him. So I've got no idea if this guy's even listened to it. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know whether he's like, oh, excellent. Yeah. Here's this week's, you know, rap. I'm like, I ain't doing it. I, I ain't, I ain't reading out a script. That's dull. <laughs> Like, you know, you see you see these more professional podcasts and like, hey, have you done this recently? And I'm like, no, that ain't us. That's that's rubbish. I'm not doing that. And, and not just that, Sam, as well, but if you're going to be selling a product talking about balls, I mean, come on, yeah. give, us, give us a little bit of, of scope. for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's have a laugh with it. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so manscaped.com. If you've not checked that out yet, please do. Uh, check the podcast description. There is a uh, free shipping and money off code. Um, when I looked the other day, because I thought it would be a funny gift to send to somebody, um, I actually reduced it by quite a lot. I was quite surprised. What, um, what, what is the code, Sam, if you go onto the website? Uh, the code is um, SNPOD, Spurs News Pod, so SNPOD. Uh, but yeah, check the podcast description. It's written in there. Um, just go on to the website. When you get to the checkout, put the code in and you'll see it brings everything down and goes to free shipping. But yeah, um, look after your balls, everybody. Absolutely. Um, speaking of balls, uh, Harry Kane. Balls up or having yeah, balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yesterday, as we record this, which is Thursday, 26th of August, 
Yesterday, Harry Kane, there was a story that broke across several sort of news news people basically saying, oh, we understand now that Harry Kane's accepted he's staying. And literally within about half an hour of all of these stories appearing everywhere, Harry Kane tweets himself uh, saying, you know, big thank you to the Spurs away fans. You know, your reception was amazing. I want to confirm I'm 100% staying at Tottenham this summer. Hashtag coys. Um... How do you how did you feel about that? Obviously there was uh, obviously there was an element of well, hey, but what, what what are your thoughts? I've got to be honest, it was a bit left field for me. I don't. Yeah. Like, I, was like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect it. Wow. Yeah. Because about maybe twenty four hours beforehand, he posted another picture on social media of him training. Yeah. And it just said something like getting. Strong or uh, something? Yeah, yeah, no, work, working, working, working hard. hard. That's it. That's what. And because it, and I it, replied on a move the man said. Yeah, I think I did something similar. <laughs> 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 but there was there was no, like you said, no coys at the end. No, nothing no. about. And also, no. what was quite telling as well was that he didn't play uh, against Man City uh, no. a week or so ago, and there was there was silent radio silence from him. Was there? Yeah, he wasn't playing. I appreciate that, but yeah, normally he does. You know, if he if he's at home and he's watching it on telly, if, he'll, if we got a great result, he's normally the first to be like chomping at the bit on social media. Yeah, I mean, I I still remember a video of him going nuts, shouting, "Come on!" That's why right. beat a team whilst he was injured. That's right, because he's normally like he'll put a picture of him watching it at home on television yeah. or something. Yeah, so yeah. it just completely threw me, and I don't see. <laughs> There's part of me, like, you look at the comments and there's lots of happy Spurs fans, and don't get yeah. me wrong, like, like, I, like I've said every time I get the opportunity to, Spurs are a better club with Harry Kane than they are without Harry Kane, yeah. so I'm not going to deny that. But there's just something that just doesn't feel right. It almost feels well, like, I, you know, sometimes you you, um, you hear about these things where, where someone, they, you know, they'll say, parents say to their children, if you get a text, put this word at the end so I know you're not being forced to say this. <laughs> like, yeah, you almost yeah, feel like yeah. put, put a little code in Harry so we know that you're not being forced to yeah. say this because it just yeah, doesn't feel I, right I um, I said that I think I think it was my brother yesterday because he said oh how do you feel now then because I've been kind of in the camp of he's dead to me um, and I said well let's put it this way Tottenham are better for having a 20 to 30 goal a season striker in the, in the side so 100% we are going to have a better season because of him staying. Mm. But the affection I had, the kind of he's one of our own, all of that, I mean, that's gone for me. Yeah. That's, it's, it's dead. Um, there ain't no getting that back. Um, and I, I saw loads of people yesterday just absolutely fawning over him. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I don't. This, this guy, with games left in the season last season, did an interview, basically, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Which he... She should never have done. It was just completely unprofessional. Really, really a dick thing to do. Um, he then didn't show up for training, and, and you know, and, and I, I've seen loads of people. I think because it's Harry Kane, I've seen loads of people try and justify things and make excuses. Also, he's hired a PR person now, and over the last week, you can really see a difference in the fact he's tweeting stuff. 
the fact that press stories are coming out about oh you know how hard he's working behind the scenes and you know he's not going to let anybody down or stuff i mean he's the england captain so i get the impression he's realized he's tarnished his reputation and so he's brought someone in to try and sort that out but it's it's all a bit fake it's it's all you know i've seen like i said i've seen people because i think because it's harry kane just like oh you know it was a misunderstanding he he didn't not show up you know he tweeted that he would never refuse the train you're right he didn't refuse the train he refused to show up to do all the testing yeah and if there was a big misunderstanding and if everybody went oh yeah this is a big misunderstanding why was he fined two weeks wages which has been confirmed today yeah absolutely so the guy just didn't show up he's handled this terribly him his brother you know his agents or management or whatever have handled this absolutely terribly they did that interview with games left to play last season they spent the summer trying basically trying to make the move happen they then acted completely unprofessionally when they were supposed to return and they've been completely called out and caught out and now you've got a situation where Man City aren't going to pay for him. Is, uh, is, it, is it true? Because I know you've mentioned it and I don't know if you've put it on, on any of our social media but is there any confirmation of, of the, the offer they, that Man City... Because I'm yeah. reading a lot of it being 75 plus 25 add-ons yeah, which is yeah. pathetic. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the original discussion was around um, about seventy million plus <sighs> loads of players. Then Man City were basically like, have all of these players, and Tottenham were like, no, we're not interested in any player swap. None of that interests us. They then went to seventy five plus twenty five and add-ons, which got rejected and laughed at. Um, and my understanding is the final offer was a hundred million plus twenty million in add-ons, and Daniel Levy refused to even discuss it with them. Do, do you know what? Right, look, I, I know everyone's got their opinions of Daniel Levy, and I'm glad he's he, he's he's done what he's done and he's stood his ground. But all you yeah. have to, all you have to do is look at what's going on with Mbappe, Real Madrid. Yeah. Now I appreciate Mbappe's got what six years on on Kane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what Kane has on Mbappe is Mbappe's on his last year of his contract, <clears throat> yeah. and Kane's got three years left. Okay. Yeah. Yet Real Madrid have had a, an offer of what 150 million euros rejected. Right. They've yeah. had that rejected. PSG like no, and in his he's in his last year of his contract. Yeah. Kane's in, got three years left, and yeah. I would argue that Kane and Mbappe are going to probably get well. They're, they're going to get you the same amount of goals. Probably, if anything, Kane will get you more assists. You know. Probably. Yeah. It's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, unreal. No, it's unreal. It, it's mad. I mean, and when you think about the fact they spent a hundred million on Grealish, now Grealish did have a release clause of that, and Aston Villa weren't going to entertain an offer lower than that. So, but they spent a hundred million, which basically means they prioritised or prioritize that but the the overall the overarching feeling appears to be that they felt they were going to be able to get harry kane cheaper because he was pushing so hard to move mm. and the over again that the feeling is at tottenham is that when players really kick up a fuss and demand a move tottenham do sell them yeah what they didn't seem to factor in is that daniel levy whenever he has had to do that gets the most amount of money you know, think how long it took Real Madrid to agree a deal. You know, he, he had him for joint marketing stuff, uh, a, a partnership. He had him pay a world record transfer fee. He had them wait till the last week of the window so we could 
basically buy players first so people didn't know we were rolling in money. Yeah. <laughs> he had him over a barrel and, you know, the deal went through. Uh, Berbatov kind of forced it and Alex Ferguson described negotiating with Levy that day as like having surgery. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Berbatov forced that move that day by just going there and basically forced it. But Levy was like more than happy just to say, you pay this or no he comes back yeah <laughs> yeah he, he sits in the freaking reserves yeah. i don't care and what a lot of people seem to let or what a lot of people don't seem to factor in is he came through our academy king he cost us nothing i i know the academy costs money da, 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 but we never signed harry king for 50 60 million and now we're getting a chance to double our money on it so if harry kane leaves in 3 years time for free then we've had a decade of 20 to 30 goals yeah, plus. Yeah, it, So Daniel Levy's whole stance on this is, fuck you. Yeah, well, don't, yeah you don't, don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and a, this whole gen, the whole gentleman's agreement thing, by the way, is just hilarious. So Harry Kane's camp put this out a lot. We had a gentleman's agreement, we had a gentleman's agreement. I think I said this on the podcast. Number one, if you genuinely thought you had an agreement you could leave, and I mean genuinely, you don't do that interview at the end of last season. You, you don't, because you don't need to, because you're leaving. Mm. You, you don't need to do this, oh, I want to leave all this crap. You don't need to do it. You, you already know you're leaving. You finish the season at Tottenham. You leave amicably. Everything's good. You don't need to stick the boot in the Tottenham fans who have supported you from day one, which he did. Yeah, absolutely. And... The whole idea that Daniel Levy said to him, yeah, Harry, if we don't get Champions League and stuff, I'll definitely sell you for less than your value, is hilarious. <laughs> the only thing I can imagine being said was, okay, Harry, next summer, if a team pays what you're worth, yeah, okay. All right, if we don't, if we don't achieve what we got and someone comes in and offers us the valuation for you, then yeah, you can go. And that, uh, you know... It, that's the only thing he would have said. And anyone who believes otherwise haven't paid attention to how Tottenham's been run for the last 20 years. Absolutely. There's just no way on this earth he'd have gone, yeah, okay, well, you want to leave for 50p? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's it's, it's and, and also, um, as well, you talk about value. I mean, yeah. look, how much do you put on another player's price tag when they're English? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you immediately have that inflation. Yeah, um, completely. You know, Jack Grealish, a hundred million pound football player. I don't think so. Um, yeah, absolutely. Jack Grealish going to Real Madrid or someone like that's fifty, sixty, seventy million perhaps. Yeah. But because it's going to an English club because of the homegrown player rules, there is a premium. Of course. And the idea that you can sign Harry Kane for less than Jack Grealish is is comical, really. I, I mean, it's, that's, it's ridiculous. That's, that's the thing. You look. Look for for all all of like you know how he's upset us over over the last few weeks. Just yeah. just look at I mean I posted something on our on our little chat group yesterday. He's like forty yeah. goals away from being the all time greatest goal scorer in Spurs' entire history. Yeah. This you, you know it's like how 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 yeah. in any realm of reality did Man City think? Oh, yeah, seventy five sounds right. We'll give him a few million on add-ons and they'll be happy with that. <laughs> it's just bonkers but the whole thing's bonkers and I mean yesterday Kane sends this tweet out oh I'm staying at Tottenham you know this is this is fine and within a few hours a story breaks in the Times who, who the journalist who broke it's pretty good by the way 
um, saying that Harry Kane basically turned around to Fabio Paratici when he learned that Man City weren't going to pay the fee and said, if you value me at 150 million, then you need to pay me wages to that. Right. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, the whole idea, I mean, Kane's on basically 300 grand a week already. Oh, He's now asking for near 400 grand. Wow. And do you know, and do you know what? What backs mm. up that story? Yeah. And again, it, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of it's kind of, um, you know, speculation. And I appreciate that. Yeah. But something that backs up the story of him being greedy and wanting more is the fact he never put in a transfer request. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You you um, put in a transfer request, you lose your loyalty bonus. Because um, I've seen that a lot as well from fans. Like, oh, if he really wanted to go, he'd do this. It's all speculation. He doesn't really want to leave. I'm sorry, no, he's really pushed for this, and anyone who thinks otherwise is a bit naive. Did you know what? I just obviously still talking about Kane, but not necessarily, mm. you know, what's happened over, over the last couple of days. But I was talking to yeah. one of my colleagues at work, and I wonder what your thoughts are on this. So we was talking about Kane, and he said that if you go to the football, like for example, when I went with Seb last week, yeah. now I appreciate that people were wearing. The, the, the new shirts that me and Seb were wearing like the, the new season shirts and we, yeah. there was never a cat was in chance that we were going to get Kane on the back of our shirts because no. um, <laughs> but out of the maybe 60,000 fans there were probably I would say at least or at least three or four thousand fans at least more it maybe even more wearing old kits you know so it wasn't just everyone purely wearing this season's kit you know everyone's got kits on from years gone by some people even had ones from Holston you know yeah. You look at the back of the shirts, there's all kinds of names. Defoe, Bow, not yeah. many with Kane. Now, now that's no. that's odd because we've got in our, our club probably the best striker we've had in our history, probably, if, yeah. if he, especially if he overtakes Jimmy Greaves. I mean, you could argue, you know, whether Jimmy Greaves was a better player, you know, and he, scored, he possibly yeah. scored goals in a quicker time. But in modern history, in the last 40, 50 years, he's probably the best player we've had at the club. Yeah. Now, why doesn't people? Have, why don't people have more shirts with his name on the back? And my, my, my friend at work thinks that a lot of it is his personality. Now, now, you, now you say you, you look at um, a good example. I always go to is someone like Ibrahimovic, for example. Yeah. Ibrahimovic was a world class striker, wasn't he? I mean, that goal he scored yeah. against, funny enough, it was against Joe Hart, that overhead kick from outside the box was <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Like that guy was arrogant, very, very yeah. arrogant. But yeah. just had the charisma to go with it, you, like and and yeah. I and you look at what that guy won, um, trophy wise. Yeah, I'd, I'd never get Ibrahimovic on the back of a shirt. It'd be <laughs> too expensive. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Yeah. Pay but, by letter. But, yeah. but but I don't know. I I think possibly. I mean, we've discussed the fact that Kane's never showed up in semi-finals or finals. I mm. wonder whether it's his personality that 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 that's, I, I think sometimes a player can have world-class ability but if they don't yeah. have the personality to match it's almost like you look at players like Messi Cristiano Ronaldo those kind of players yeah. they would have I feel like they would have won trophies whichever, whichever whatever club and I mean don't get me wrong I'm not going to extremes I don't think they would have won a trophy that had gone to Milton Keynes Dons for example right? yeah. but the players like that they've got the charisma to match their ability and I yeah. think what's going to harm Kane is that he doesn't. He's he's got the kind of same personality I'd suggest to someone like Andy Murray. I like Andy Murray, great player, yeah. one Wimbledon, but you wouldn't really want to sit up high for three or four hours with him. I feel like he'd kind of you after about half an hour, you'd be like, "That's fascinating," but I want to go and 
party with Ibrahimovic over there yeah. <laughs> in my kind of makeshift, yeah, yeah. my, my make believe party. And, and I wonder I whether know. Kane's. I, 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 don't I don't know. know. I don't know with personality. I mean, I, 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 I've obviously lost a lot of respect for him, not to give a shit about that, but I have. Um, and so it's a little bit difficult, but I would still say, as a role model to, to kids and stuff, he's still a very good role model. Do you, you think? Know, you do, don't, you, do you think you with the money though, see... Sam? That with the greed is that has that messed up his role model though? The, the the problem with that is, I when you say that amount of money to me or you, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, football is this weird kind of bubble. And let's say, for example, Kane never did the interview, never came out and wanted to leave. The end of last season, he said, oh, right, you know, um, I want to win stuff with Tottenham. I only want to stay here at Tottenham. Let's, let's sign a new deal. I want more money. I don't think fans care how much he's getting paid. Mm. <laughs> um, I think, you know, if he came out from that point of view, I think people would be all over it. Um my my understanding is he's pushing for a new deal with more money and a release clause for next season. Yeah, sure. Um, which I I I can well imagine it being quite a fun discussion. Here we go. So go on then. What? So it'll be twenty nine next year. Yeah. What What are you putting on as a release clause? Um. Probably a hundred million. Do you think? Well, it, it greatly depends on the new deal because if you're signing a new deal with a pay rise but we're not adding another year, then he's got two years left on his deal. As you said, Mbappe, although younger, has got one year left and you know PSG are negotiating over $150 million for him. So you've got, without a doubt, at 29, still one of the best. You know, barring some horrific injury this season, you've still got probably the best goal scorer in the Premier League. I mean, look at Jamie Vardy. I mean, Vardy, I think, is 31 now. I think he's even older than that. And, uh, possibly, but yeah. I mean, he's still 10 to 15 league goals a season easily. Yeah. Um, which, which, you know, is great. Um, Kane, I think, because of the nature of his game, he doesn't rely on blistering pace or anything like that. He just arrives, you know, he sort of times a bit like Sheringham in yeah. that regard. Yeah, I was going to that one. Um and, and his kind of like creativity as well. So he could well like Sheringham well play at a very high level into his thirties and he does keep himself in bloody good condition. You know, he talked about that um in that interview with Gary Neville, how he feels like he's still got his best years ahead of him and he's probably right. Yeah, you you talk about Sam, you talk about his contract. So if his contract runs out when he's thirty one and he mm. and he goes for nothing. So so yeah. we've had it, we've had him for what ten years because twenty yeah. twenty one was when he when he kind of made his yeah, breakthrough, wasn't it? Basically, yeah. So ten years, like you say, you haven't had to pay anything for him. No, nope. don't get anything from him back. But he's thirty one. Yeah. Okay, he's broken all the records. He's Tottenham's yeah. highest goal scorer by far. Never going to yeah. probably be reached again by any player. You know, well, da- you know, Dane Scarlett by that point will already be well on his way. Which so right yes. um, we've, we've, we've had 10 fantastic years of Harry Kane. He's 31. Yeah. He's put, like, yeah. I've just looked it up. Jamie Vardy's 34. So, so no, even go, yeah. in, so even three years in the future after he leaves us for free, he's still going to be in a place where Jamie Vardy is now. Okay, yeah. probably playing for a, for a team somewhere that is winning trophies, whether it is Man yeah. City or whether it's whether it is at, at that point. 
would would it would it would we be that would we be upset as Spurs fans? You know, no, I don't think I, we I would. I don't think so. I don't think so. But this is the thing: like when he when it was became clear he wanted to leave, he actually had the vast majority of Spurs fans on his side because the anger was at Levy and Enoch. Yes, the anger was at the the running of the club because we've all watched it. We've all watched since Mauricio Pochettino begged to have the squad. You know, begged to have signings. Begged to have, you know. He said it needs to be a painful rebuild. We need to sort this out. We watched the decline. We we all watched it. We watched it like it was ridiculous. Mm. And the Jose Mourinho thing, you know, me and you tried our absolute best to get on board <laughs> with did, that. We did. And it was just a disaster. I mean, it was an absolute unmitigated disaster. And again, the club went in decline. But one of the things that I, I, I do think, and again, purely my opinion, there's no inside knowledge on this, is... Jose Mourinho got in Harry Kane's head. Mm. Jose Mourinho is all about trophy, 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 anything else is bollocks. Up until Kane worked with him, and he worked with Mauricio Pochettino, for example, it was about winning as a team. It was about a group. It was about um, being part of something. Anytime Kane was interviewed or anything like that, it was all about the development. You know, we are getting closer. We are progressing it was a we thing mm. after Jose Mourinho got his mitts in him it's I yeah it's Harry Kane needs to win trophies and it, it's this narrative thing that I never really understand it's pushed by everybody in in football you know all of the press all of the pundits and everything like that I, I don't get it I've never really got it and um, a friend of mine's a Chelsea fan, and I was talking to him about it, and he said to me because he supported Chelsea back when they used to have to have, you know, a bucket come round at half time so so they could fix the stands. You know, mm. Chelsea. A lot of people just don't realise how messed up Chelsea was before Roman bought them. But anyway, he's been a Chelsea fan for a long time, and like he said to me, he said it's it's weird. He said because I remember being at that club where we were never going to win anything. He said we were basically just about a top flight club. We were looking like we were on the verge of bankruptcy every week. We literally had buckets being passed around the fans to pay the catering staff at one point. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, and then we got transformed by money. You know, mega money came in and we started winning stuff left, right, and so. And he's like, the thing I hate, he said, the vast majority of Chelsea fans now, he said, I go to a game. Said never lived through that. He said they've got no appreciation for how great it is to win stuff. He said they got no appreciation of where they are. They just demand it. He said they just you know if you don't win something you're crap. Mm. He said I'm watching like Timo Werner. He's like this guy you can tell has had all of his confidence destroyed. He said and we're inside the stadium and rather than the fans singing his name like we used to, he said we're just booing him and like jeering him every time he misses a shot he said the guy's the guy's never going to score a goal for us because why would he where's his motivation completely and like I, I watched our uh you know us against man city the atmosphere in that stadium it was electric it was phenomenal and everybody i know supports other clubs like i watched that game and i had goosebumps listening to the spurs fans they have never been more up for a game. And and they're right, you know, are you watching Harry Kane? <laughs> um, you know, and he's like, yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a strange thing. And I, I, I don't get a narrative. I don't get a narrative that Harry Kane, when he retires, if he retires as the greatest goal scorer in Tottenham's history, the Premier League goal scorer and everything like that, 
because someone said to me about Alan Shearer the other day, it's like, oh, Alan Shearer won the Premier League with Blackburn, but then went to Newcastle and won nothing. And that's what he's remembered for. I'm like, no, it's not. No, not at all. Alan Shearer is the greatest goal scorer in Premier League history. That's what he's remembered for. Mm. Like, for me, that's that's what I remember Alan Shearer for. And they're saying, like, oh, you know, if Spurs had won something earlier on, then maybe Kane wouldn't want to leave. I don't know. I think Jose's got in his head. Do, do you know what? It's really interesting that you say that. So, um, when you talked about Chelsea... Uh, and the, the fan, the friend you've got of yours, uh, yeah. talking about the before and after, and then you talked about the Man City game. Yeah. I was going to say at the Man City game, and it was the same last year. Actually, so I've been seeing it's three times now. I've seen Spurs, Man City, uh, um, the new stadium. We've won everyone, which yeah. is fantastic. But Yay. their fans are dreadful, yeah. mate. They are dreadful. They like you. Like, let me think. Right. So in the whole ninety minutes of the game. I think I heard him chant once some, something about Harry Kane once, and yeah, that was like yeah, yeah. late in the game, and that was it. I genuinely, if you'd have just if we'd have all been quiet, you wouldn't have heard a pe- you'd have had a penny drop in that, that end, you know. And and yet, and I, again, I'm sorry for people who live this this long term. I know I have mentioned this before, but you 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 get fans in like for the Newcastle fans that like even yeah. all the other London clubs like West Ham, Chelsea, yeah. you can't shut them up, and it's so irritating. Yeah, I know. But the Man City fans are dreadful, and it is. Yeah. It, it must be that kind of just sitting there, expecting to be entertained, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and it, it, it it's weird. Man City are the same as Chelsea. Man City, you know, they, they not only did they struggle to stay stay up, they actually got relegated a, a few yeah. times, didn't they? They were yeah, up they, and down. They were they, they were like the Norwich, weren't they, of of, of yeah, that time, they, that they era? Were, yeah. I mean, they were they were up and down, and at one point they went all the way down the league one. Yeah. So, so right, you you you, you came. Look, I don't, it's, it's, we have this. Me and you have this discussion all the time, don't we? You know about trophies or no trophies, right? There's yeah. no getting away from the fact that it's a fantastic achievement to win a trophy. You yeah. can't you can't yeah. deny that, can you? No, no, but, not at all. But I I got I come out of that that game, um, the Man City game with Seb and. If anyone has had a chance to, I know it's a good way plugging our YouTube channel, but if anyone gets a chance to, to see that video that we put, we put up on our, on our YouTube channel of Seb, yeah. you just see him that little two three second clip uh, once the game's finished and he's, we're walking back to the train station. Yeah. He's got he's got energy just he, flowing he, through he him. He has he has literally got a, a skip in his. Step. He, he could yeah you could like you could he could fly if it was possible you know yeah. and 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 it's a it's a game it's just one game and. You, you sometimes you, you get away from that, and look, this is this is what my final point will be on it is talking about again talking about uh, Mourinho and that yeah. fixation with trophies. Look, look what he did when he was at the club, right? He, he, he had us fixated on trophies, which is fair enough, and we didn't win any with him. But he just no. had that. It was that bitterness, that kind of that narkiness, that not. I won't go as far as saying hatred, but the the kind of everyone was narky with each other, like yeah, Delhi and yeah. Delhi and Dyer, who were best pals suddenly were falling out everyone was falling yeah. out Sonny was falling out with Dyer you know yeah, everyone was Sonny getting and Lewis. yeah Sonny Lewis everyone was getting upset with each other right and fair yeah. enough if that wins your trophies you know in the long term you know fill your boots Mourinho go and do it somewhere but but now he's gone and we've got we, we've got Nuno in you, you can mm. you can see the love that's back can't you you can see yeah. it you can see the and look alright if this doesn't yield any trophies Whatever you know, I want. I want. Yeah. If I get another dozen Man City games this season at home, yeah. that's me. That's like you know, I'm happy with that. You know. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's it's about 
supposed to be about entertainment. Yeah. Um, it's, it's what a lot of people forget. Um, right then, we are going to move across now to the fan questions. Are, are you ready? Let's go, mate. Let's go. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. Right then, we're starting on Instagram. And on Instagram we have MPHO underscore LetHacky11. <laughs> If you say so, my friend. Um, Tommy Asu, right back, centre back, Tanganga needs competition. Um, that's the Japanese defender that we were linked with heavily. My understanding is, again, Paratici is trying to take it to the wire with a bit of a, a bit of brinkmanship. I think um, player wants to join us. It's just going to be a case of if if a deal can be done. I, I don't think we've quite. I think the club want more money up front than we're willing to pay. Um, we're basically trying to do everything on our kind of like buy now, pay later. <laughs> yeah, I'd say trust in Paratici, Sam. That's what I'd say. Yeah. He hasn't let us down hey, so far, has he? Hey, Paratici. It's <laughs> yeah. hey, talking about Paratici just very quickly. Mate, your that little TikTok account, you've smashed it with yeah, that video. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What was that about? <laughs> How many views? So, um, we we have got a hundred and forty something thousand views. Um, we've got a TikTok account now. If you're like me and you're older and you're thinking TikTok, what? <laughs> um, it's basically the way we do it anyway. It's like short videos that are funny. Um, and I did a video of Palatigi and Hitchin. Basically kicking every ball and going mental against Man City. And I, I posted it and didn't think anything else of it. For completely forgot all about it. Um, I checked it the other day and it had 140,000 views. Wow. Like, my notifications had, like, melted. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah, so um, if you're on TikTok, go check it out. Um, Matthew Fleming, we've headed over to Facebook. Now, Matthew Fleming says... Hey chaps, great to have you back. Do you have any concerns around our lack of ball retention against Wolves, or was that part of the game plan? It was an uncomfortable watch at times. Perhaps that happens about a striker on the pitch. Um, I, I'm not overly concerned um, because I think you got to factor in, and I said this a lot to people. You got to factor in that that was Wolves' first game at home of the season, first game with fans back. And it was against Nuno. That Wolves were amped. Mm. You know, they were they were over the top, fired up. You know, you think about our game against Man City, how amped we were for that, given everything that's going on. Yeah. Wolves were too. And you only had to watch, you know, see them walk out to know that they were going to be a handful. Um, I, I'm, I, I think we defended pretty well. Um, obviously, they had chances, but... It's the Premier League. Teams are going to create chances. You're not going to shut a team out in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, we won the game. I think I don't think we need to overanalyze it. Of course, we've now drawn Wolves away in the League <sighs> Cup. I bet Nuno was like, for Christ's so sake. Yeah, massively, yeah. It's just like, oh, really? I thought I'd done that for the season. <laughs> yeah, just come out of there with a 1-0 win. Do not send me back. Um, you know we're going to get him in the FA Cup as well. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I know you just said about a striker on the pit. I mean, it's a valid point. We we just weren't able to hold the ball up. Um, but I, I I think we're still, you know, we're still a work in progress as well. Um, you know, we're still adjusting to what the manager wants, etc. So I mean, I, I'm just thankful we won the game. Yeah, me too. 
Um, David Franz Joseph says, Hey guys, great to have the podcast back. As transfer deadline's coming up, who would you want to sign for the club? Who would strengthen our squad realistically, of course? Um, I understand Ronaldo might be available. <laughs> uh, now we've missed out on Messi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a unbelievable free transfer. We didn't even make a move. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know. I, I know, I know that's a bit of a crappy answer, and I'm sorry, David, but... I, there's so many players we've been linked with and it would appear that we're kind of in discussions with lots of players a lot of different different things. The only thing I'd say is we really need a creative midfielder. We really need to replace Ericsson, which we haven't done. Um, there is a guy, Hossam Eor, or, um, who plays for Leon. Um, my understanding is both us and Arsenal are interested um, and he is available, and we have a pretty good relationship with Leon. Weirdly, okay. Um, so maybe there's a deal there, but again, we're we're kind of trying to buy everyone on a buy now pay later. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> we um, have we signed? So, have we signed? Is it Pape Isn't it? We we've, we signed. Yeah, him that's that's pretty that's pretty much done. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's been announced yet. Um, my understanding was they wanted to announce it because he was going to like come to the game at the weekend and then he heads back on loan to Mets, but nothing's happened. So I don't know whether perhaps it's hit a, a snag or something. I don't know. Well, hopefully, but, me and Seb are yeah, going tonight. Yeah, I'll find out. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a kid for the future. I mean, in, if you've watched him play at all, I, I spent some time. He, he looks a real talent. Yeah. Um, so that could be interesting. Uh, Pete Thompson says Harry Kane just kidding great to have you guys back <laughs> finally can we have your insight into the transfer market and what else we're expected to do with the remaining time um, I, I've been told for ages by people with more no than I do that we've been looking for a right back a central defender a creative midfielder and a striker so four but Tanganga's performance possibly has alleviated the right back um, thing, uh, but yeah, another central defender, creative midfielder, and a striker has been priority for quite some time. We shall see. Um, yeah, we will. Uh, Adam Sasson says, "Hey team, Harry Kane." Nah, only kidding. I'm starting to notice our listeners are funny fuckers. Aren't they? <laughs> um, when is Matt's stats coming back? That's a good point. Yeah. It needs, um, it needs to come back, doesn't it? I'll, I'll... Also, where's the Mountain Man? Great to have the podcast back. Thanks, Adam. Uh, Mountain Man, if you're listening, you need to get out of your cabin and send us a comment. People are missing the theme tune, I think. Maybe we can get Mountain Man to do the Matt stats. <laughs> no, no, you can't have Mountain stats. It's got to be Matt stats. Mostly because I got our voiceover guy to re-record the jingle. He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, Paul Reed says, why are the media so focused on unsettling teams' players' preparation for the new season? <laughs> Mm. Eternal I've got, I've conundrum. Got a, I've got an answer for that, and and it's probably a far deeper answer than you were looking for, Paul. But I think it's twenty four hour media. You you think back to I don't know how old you are, Paul, but I mean I'm thirty eight, nearly thirty nine, and when I was younger, you had the news in the morning, you had lunchtime news, you had six o'clock news, you had ten o'clock news. That was it, and. At some point, news channels became 24 hours and sports news became 24 hours with the launch of Sky Sports News. And the minute that happened, they needed content. 
And what's the best way of content? Just make shit up and talk transfers all the time. If you go on Sky Sports News, I guarantee you the vast majority of the shows on there are transfer this or transfer that. Mm. It's it's just the 24-hour news. You need content, so you create it. And when it comes to unsettling players and stuff, agents have utilised the fact that there's a 24-hour news cycle now. And yeah. There you go. I bet they were gutted. I said, I bet they were gutted when uh, Harry Kane tweeted. Oh, mate! (laughs) Within within three minutes, they'd analysed the fact he said summer and said we're going to be talking about this in January then. (laughs) And then within five minutes later, they were just saying, well, even if it's not January, it's going to be next season. So all it's done is prolonged. prolonged the thing shut up Uh, Michael Joseph says where do you think we'll finish this season Uh, I think we're definitely going to finish in the Premier League Um, uh, I'd like I'd like to say top four I personally think however that the two Manchester teams Liverpool and Chelsea are a step above us as much as I hate to say it they are Um, so if we get lucky (laughs) top four if not fifth I'd like us to be right up there. Um, what about you? What, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, potentially, I think we could potentially, if, if we carry on, I mean, I know we had like a fairly strong start last season and it sort of tapered away, but if we carry on and stay strong, then I think we could nick fourth. To me, at the moment, the way West Ham are playing, I think as long as we just finish above them. <laughs> yeah. God. That's what it's got to, doesn't so, it? That's so dark. I, I, I'm hoping the fact they're in York this year is going to cock them up. Please. But... Yeah, Dean Bernard says, is there any news about the naming rights of the stadium? Weirdly, about a week ago, there was this really strong story coming out that a deal had been done, and then nothing. It's like total silence. And I actually checked on it myself the other day, because I was thinking, oh, I wonder if, you know, perhaps Paratigi's spending some money because we're going to announce this deal soon. But nothing. No, it's like it's vanished. So, no. Well, to be honest with you, Dean, I... It's weird because Daniel Levy's been focusing on it. We literally appointed a director who came from the NFL and all he is a specialist of is doing naming rights for stadiums. And nothing. It's bizarre. Mm. I I don't know. The story that was around was that a deal had been done with an American company and it was going to be announced and then silence. So... I don't know. Very odd. I'll I'll see. I'll, I'll check with the people who were talking about it and see, but... Yeah, it was really bizarre. Robin THFC Milner, again, great middle name for a Spurs fan. Uh, now Kane says he's staying. Do you think it will help attract in better players? Um, I do, actually. Yeah, um, I think there are some players who will look at the fact that Kane's going to be leading the line and think, oh, that's good. Mm. You know, I, I can, you know, that's good. Um, Alpash K. Patel, hello, my friend. He says, so Mr. Kane is staying. Does that mean the same blunt option up front? When things don't go well, when we need to get over the finishing line, have we ever got two strikers in tandem working together like Keane Berbatov, Sheridan Klingsman and so on? Or would you put Sonny as his competition but plays wide? Has the club neglected the centre forward position for seven seasons and still doesn't have a long term candidate? Will we ever get someone on a par or similar level as a top striker, a team enrichment still back then and still now? Um it's a it's a difficult thing because you aren't going to be able to sign a striker on the same level as Harry Kane because I think there's probably three in the world who are. Um, 
but you definitely can if you want to play two up front. I think Kane and Son are fantastic options. I think they play well together. I think Sonny is great in that role. Uh, he's great from coming out wide as well. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know really. We we don't really play with a strike force anymore. You know, years ago, I remember Harry Redknapp, and we had um, Defoe, Bent, uh, you know, Kraut, Pavachenko. Yeah, Pavachenko. You know, we always had four strikers. I think perhaps Tottenham fans are just so kind of like, we need strikers. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, Tony Ridgeway says, just a thought. Sometimes during games, throw throw ins can take forever. Do you think it might be an area where a time limit of only twenty seconds to take a throw in or lose the ball would help speed up the game and be more enjoyable for the fans? Yeah, yeah. I've I've always said, uh, Sam. I said this. I know I've said this before. But what they should do is just do like they're doing rugby. Like just if when the ball's not in place, stop the clock, yeah. and then maybe play. Yeah, like, if, I think it, it works out thirty minutes. Uh, so 60 minutes is normally how much the game is actually played so make the game 30 minutes each half and then just whenever the ball's out of play just stop it like when the goalkeeper yeah. goes to take a goal kick yeah, don't start I'm, the clock I'm again not, until he kicks it yeah yeah no I'm not against that but yeah Tony it's not a bad idea like a shot clock thing in basketball yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan Miller how long did it take you to convince Laura to do this season's voiceover <laughs> only fans um it took a lot of convincing, actually, and then she's been replaced after one week because our voiceover goes back. <laughs> so she's. I, I told her, and I said, like, don't take it the wrong way, please, please don't hate me. And uh, she's not spoke to me since, so I, I don't know. I could be in trouble. It might be the fact that I said she would turn fifty last week when she actually turned forty. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that possibly is more to the point of why I'm in the doghouse. Uh, Liam Hickey says, "Has Steve Hitchin enjoyed the transfer window this time round? I think he's enjoying it because he's not the one doing it now. <laughs> he's back scouting and is enjoying life um, a lot more." Uh, Peter Robinson, are we going to sign a backup second striker for Harry? Why or why we're about to close the window with no second striker? Hey, dang Scarlet's there, dude. Captain Scarlet. Hopefully me and Sibyl's had to see him tonight play. I've heard a rumour Kane's going to start. Oh, really? Yeah, 45 minutes at least to give him more time in the legs. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's the rumour I've been told, sir. Uh, Shane Ball says, "All I hear is Spurs want to sign another striker to play with Kane. So where is where is he? Son is not a striker. We could still oh, see. I think Son is, yeah. but okay. Um, we could still get the Fiorentina guy. I doubt it. He's the chairman for Fiorentina. Said he ain't going anywhere. Um, we'd like to. I, I want to see us play with a strike force. See, see, Shane, Shane's there. Shane wants a strike force again. <laughs> it's a very Tottenham thing. <laughs> it's like I want two strikers at least." Um, Scott Kinsey Nielsen says, I need to ask, I've seen just about every interview around Harry over the last four months, and sure, he said he wants to win. The player he most loved to play with was Kevin De Bruyne, but I have not seen one direct quote where he actually said, I want to leave Tottenham and play for Man City. As I saw interview, it was about wanting to win, win trophies. Can someone show me interview where he directly said he wants to go? Now, I'm not saying he doesn't want to go. Who wouldn't want to win and play with Kevin De Bruyne? Isn't that most football fans' dream? So please show me. Um, Scott, you're not going to see that. Um, because if you do that, you're in breach of your contract. Um, you, you're not going to go on TV and say, 
I want to do this, I want to do this. What you do is you create a narrative around I'm available. Um, and what he did with the interview, for example, uh, I know you said you've watched it, was he basically said that um, he wasn't going to, he didn't see himself staying at Tottenham for his whole career, which was a pretty clear indication of I'm, I want to leave. Um, I want to play with Kevin De Bruyne. He's my favourite player. That's kind of a big, hey, Man City, come get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and Man City needed to You know, it doesn't... I, I appreciate what you're saying, but point to me any player that's ever done that. Point to me any player who has literally gone on TV with an interview and gone, hey, I'm under contract with Man United, but I'd like Real Madrid to buy me. They don't, because that would breach their contract, and they all get paid stupid amounts of money and have loyalty bonuses and stuff wrapped into it. That's why they don't put transfer requests in. Um, You know, I, I'm fortunate, I guess, that I've got certain people who uh, tell me things from from the club, um, and I'd, I've known for quite a while that he was working very hard to leave. I mean, just the fact he didn't he didn't arrive back in time. I mean, that's, you know, all, all of these things. You don't need to come out and directly say it for it to be true. Um, and, and his actions have, like I said right at the start, you know, kind of tarnished tarnished him for me. You know, not, not that he'd care, but that's, that's the reality. Yeah, agree, mate. Um, okay, that's it. Um, we're going to wrap things up there. Uh, big thank you to everybody for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, we will be back next week, where hopefully I'm feeling less garbage. And enjoy the games in between. Uh, we're playing tonight against the team I still can't pronounce, Paco the. F- I just think of the chocolate. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean we're one 0 down, so hopefully we sort that out tonight. Because yep. otherwise we're out of the Conference League straight away. Some people would be happy about that. Um, I personally think for the club's finances, we need to be playing European games, even if it's the Conference League. Um, and then at the weekend we got Watford at home. Um, you, I'm guessing you're going to be at that one as well, my friend. Unfortunately, not. I'm working. I've sold my ticket on Ticket Exchange. No. Sib wasn't happy, but uh, we're going tonight. Oh so. man! <laughs> oh yes, Seb. Seb, every right to be angry. <laughs> All right, my friend. Uh, we'll be back next week, everybody. You take care. Take care and get to bed, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description.